I get content ideas from, I think back to where I used to be when I was first starting out as a content creator. I didn't know anything about reaching out to brands, how to email them, where to find an email, utilizing LinkedIn to reach out to PR contacts. I didn't know any of that. And as I learned it along the way, I was like, I'm going to share this with people because originally my TikTok, I wanted it to just be fashion videos. Like I wanted to just do styling videos and it wasn't really doing that well. And I'm like someone where like, well, I'm not like this now, but in the beginning, like I wanted that like immediate gratification of like, I want to I want like, yeah. So I was really kind of like upset because I was putting so much work. I didn't even have a tripod. I literally would stand my phone like on shoeboxes against the wall and the lighting in my room was so bad. So I was like, this is not working out. And after a few weeks, I actually gave up. And then about three weeks later, I saw this girl talking about how she has just been posting multiple times a day consistently and that she was growing. And I was like, I'm just going to do it. Like, I don't care if I don't get views. I don't care if no one's following me, if no one sees it. I'm going to start now because video content is still really hot and like brands want this. Hi, friends. It's Kayla Rannon. Welcome back to the Let's Get Candid podcast. You guys, this week is a year of Let's Get Candid. How has it already been a year? I just am baffled by how much this podcast has grown to mean to me, how much I have grown as a person because of this podcast and the conversations I get to have on the podcast for you guys, your messages, your kind words, your encouragement, everything. Like, I truly don't know who I would be today if I hadn't started this podcast and if it wasn't for my friends pushing me and encouraging me to start the podcast and helping me everything that I has to go on behind the scenes to help get this out to you guys every single week. So thank you, thank you, thank you so, so much for the love and support. It really does mean the absolute world to me. I know I say that a lot and I'm going to continue saying that because I just can't believe that I took this leap of faith and it has paid off in dividends that I could not have even imagined. And I have officially launched a second business I have launched my influencer management agency, Connect to Social. It's something I've been working on for months. If you follow me on Instagram or TikTok, you might have seen the announcement. If you've been following me for a while, you know I work at Rella Social. And having Natalie in my corner has truly helped me and propelled me towards this step. And I could not be more grateful and thankful for her friendship and her mentorship and her support in this endeavor. And I'm officially open for business. Actually, before I started recording this, I was looking up website templates. Um, And I have some calls later today with people that are interested in either being clients or working with me when I'm hiring, which is not going to be for a while. But the fact that I launched it and already in two days, I have opportunities. I just, it feels kind of surreal. This week has just been a roller coaster. You guys know I recently found out that the job that I thought I had fell through and I'm in the job search and I'm just overwhelmed because what they don't tell you about looking for a job is that it's not easy. It's a full-time job in and of itself and as as good as I am at networking and making connections and talking to people and knowing to talk to to talk to and talking to the right people it's 
the hardest part is the waiting once you've done all of that and it's out of your control it's out of your hands and you know from my solo episode that's how I feel with the bar exam too we find out our results next week so next time we talk on the podcast I will know whether I will be a licensed attorney in the state of Florida and that is just adding to the anxiety even more but overall I am just overwhelmed I'm exhausted but like both in the best and not so great ways I yesterday had a two-hour long call with a classmate of mine she's a year below me so she's in her 3L year and just chatting with her about everything catching up relationships work school life you know how her summer went I had her summer job she accepted an offer with a firm and I'm so damn proud of her and both for career and personal stuff um, talking with my successor as president of the Latin Law Student Association at my school today to see if he needs help with the annual Hispanic Heritage Event that we plan because Hispanic Heritage Month starts today and yeah there's just been so many great things but also just a lot of feelings of overwhelm and imposter syndrome but like not even imposter syndrome just I was getting my human design read to me yesterday by someone who will be on the podcast in a few weeks so I'm really excited for you to listen to that episode with Kara but she was telling me you know everything that I have always thought of myself and felt deep down but was told that I that wasn't true I couldn't feel that way or I was told was wrong that is literally how I was meant to be that's what my human design is and that's essentially what the whole point is it's it's showing you that there is a roadmap for you there is a way you came into this world to be you have a purpose everyone has a unique purpose and human design just helps you help show you that it's a roadmap and I was telling Kara it's funny because my mom always said I don't know how to deal with you. You didn't come with a little book when you were born. I was like, actually, I did. It's my human design. So you you all know that once I have a child, and the minute I find out the time they were born, I will be doing their getting their chart, so I can know how best to work with them and help them and teach them how to be the best version of themselves. Because what happens is when we are children. We are our true selves and it's society and the world and all of this conditioning that teaches us that we are not. And we have to unlearn all of that as we get older. And you guys know on my evolution in the last year, I've been going through unlearnings and healings and realizations and unlockings. And I'm just coming back into myself. And I've said it before, but little Kayla always knew what she wanted. And along the way, I lost that girl, but I'm really happy to be finding her again. So all of that is happening alongside six planets, not just Mercury being in retrograde and bar exam anxiety and looking for a job and also announcing that I'm launching my own business. So there's a lot going on, but all good things. Just learning to trust the process. I just posted a TikTok about that, like what's what's in and what's out. And What's in is learning to lean into the process and trust the process and know that everything really just does happen for a reason. And I just got to trust that the right time will come for everything that I want. And even if my plans got a little bit moved around, my timeline, timeline shifted, you know, 
not that it was a hardcore timeline, but it just, you know, I had plans, I had goals, I had ideas, I had a vision and I'm going to have to work around it. It's going to be a little bit, a little bit different than what I thought, but life is not linear and that's okay. And I'm just going to learn to roll with the punches. So yeah, um, what an intro, but so that's what's been going on around here. I wanted to do a quick suck and sweet of the week. So my sweet of the week is actually, I'll do suck first. I don't know which one I do first normally. Um, my suck of the week is yeah, that there's just, it's been a roller coaster of emotions, but I am making it through and I'll be okay. But, um, yeah, this next couple of days is definitely going to be, going to be tough. I know Monday, the day results come out is going to be a tough one. Whether I pass or fail, it's, it's going to be a big, heavy, emotional day. And I know a lot of my friends are going to be feeling it too, at least the ones who took the Florida bar exam. So I'm kind of dreading it, but also I just want to know already. So, um, I guess that's a suck for what's coming, but this week it's just been a lot of emotions and that's not really a suck. That's just life. Um, and my suite of the week is that I got invited to an influencer event. So on Thursday, it's Wednesday right now when I'm recording. So Thursday, as you guys are listening, I will be going to an influencer event on Miami beach. And this is my first influencer event here in Miami that I've actually been personally invited to not just like a general, any influencer can RSVP. So I'm really excited. Um, I don't get a plus one, so I'm a little nervous. I don't know who's going, but also I love networking. I love connecting with people and I love an excuse to get all dressed up. So I'm really excited also for the event. And it's at a restaurant that I've been really dying to go to, but I have no reason to go to unless it's like a fancy birthday dinner or something. So I'm excited. And yeah, that's my suite of the week. I'm really excited to go to this event and network and have a lot of fun because I could use a little fun. Now let's talk about our guest. She is Pamela Valdez, a fellow Latina content creator. She's on TikTok. She's blowing up on TikTok. She's growing so much and she has come such a long way in such a short amount of time. We talk all about, we talk all about how she started on TikTok, why, and how she's grown it to be where she's at today. And she's also on Instagram. She's a fashion girly. She goes to fashion school in New York. We talk a lot about fashion school. And she is a really good friend of mine. So I'm really excited that we get to have this conversation and you guys can learn more about her, more about what it's like to go to fashion school, about growing on TikTok, social media. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked it, please leave a rating and review. Please subscribe, follow along, send it to a friend, share on stories and tag us so we know you're listening. It's the best way to grow the show. And like I said, thank you guys so much for one year of Let's Get Candid and still coming every week to listen to my episodes and engaging with me online. It really does mean the absolute world to me. Go follow Connect to Social if you haven't already and come say hi. And if you are looking for a manager, please reach out to me. I'd be interested in chatting with you, helping you learn more about what it's like to have a manager and see if I'd be a good fit for you or if management is right for you. And... Yeah, follow me on Instagram and TikTok. Follow Let's Get Candid on Instagram and TikTok. Go check out my blog, Kayla Moran blog, if you haven't already. There's some great content on there about law school, about life, about my travels, 
about everything and anything and I'm always open to writing blog posts for you guys if you want more in-depth written conversations on topics and don't forget to let me know who you want on the podcast in the next year. I'm so excited. I have so many ideas but I want to know what you guys want to hear because I want to give it to you. This community is for you. This podcast is for you guys and it really does mean the world that you guys want to hear me speak because all I've ever wanted was to help people connect and yeah thank you guys so much for listening meet Pamela so I was telling you off air that you are someone that I really look up to as a creator but we've also gotten to work together um, through Rella and I just really love your content everything you're doing and I wanted to ask you what's something that people wouldn't know about you just from following you I guess I feel like I share like so much online that it's hard to find like one thing but well a lot of people a lot of people assume that I'm like from New York because I'm always there and like I post a lot but I'm actually from New Jersey I'm like born and raised in New Jersey and I am always like in New York though and I always get people that DM me and they're like like I'm moving to New York in a month like can you give me any advice about living there and I'm like I don't live there I live in New Jersey that I guess that's one thing yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I knew you lived in Jersey because your profile says it, but yeah, you are always in New York. And I mean, they're so close together yeah. that it makes sense. Um, and I, I think that's a very common thing for a lot of girls who, especially creators who are from New Jersey, they often go into the city to shoot or because they have the proximity to brands and events and things mm -hmm. like that. But yeah. Also, I love that you are a fellow Latina creator. There's, there's yeah. a growing number of us, but when I first started out, there wasn't a lot especially not like smaller creators. There was like the ones that had made it big. Um, so I love that. And yeah, when did you get into content creation and why? I started my senior year of high school. So June of 2020 was when I really was like, I'm going to take it super seriously. But all of middle school and all of high school, I've always like been obsessed with YouTubers. Like Bethany Moda, My Life as Ava, Nikki and Gabby. Like I loved like those OG like YouTubers. And when I got accepted into FIT my senior year and then COVID hit in March, 2020, I didn't know what I was going to do to kind of get like in-person experience before I started college. So I picked up my fashion blog idea th throughout COVID. And then in June, when I launched it, I also decided like, if people are going to know about my blog, I should probably be active on Instagram and I should probably post on my personal account too. So that, that month in June, I started just posting a lot on Instagram. And then I didn't start TikTok until the following year, like in March, 2021. So this March will be a year since I've been on TikTok. That's so crazy. Cause so many things you just said that it, you started it super recently, but also with COVID and wanting to get real life experience. And I want to dive into how you get experience in marketing and PR when you know, you want to work with these big companies, but you don't you, do, you don't mm -hmm. know how to do it, like how you can get real yeah. life experience just starting out yourself, but that you even knew you wanted to go to FIT. I did not know what that was until like <sighs> three years ago. And I mean, of course, you, growing up in proximity to New York City, you definitely know more of it than someone like me living in Miami, but I've always oh loved God. fashion and beauty. And, you know, I always said I wanted to be a lawyer for one of those companies like Target or L'Oreal or Maybelline CoverGirl, mm -hmm. like the brands that we use every day growing up, I wanted to be the lawyer for them. But I didn't know that those companies 
like there's another route you could go, which is the marketing side and that you could work in the fashion business like that and that there's schools for that. So when did you know you wanted to get into fashion and PR and when did you discover FIT and FITM and Parsons, like those schools? Like when did you first learn about those programs? At the end of my junior year, my mom was like, you're going to college next year. So you kind of have to figure out like this year what you're going to do. And that was really scary because I really liked fashion. Before I even had a blog, I actually had like a Twitter page where I would post like a mood boards of fashion and spell. And it didn't really Twitter get a lot is of the vintage for that. Wow. Okay. Yes. Twitter. Yeah. Like I was, I also was really like afraid of people from my school knowing that I had like a fashion blog. And I was like, Twitter is the most like low key, secretive, private place that I could really express like my love for fashion. So I started that like the end of my junior year. And then in September, October, I started doing research on YouTube mainly. Like I like fashion. What can I do with that? Or I was watching also a lot of YouTube videos of people that were doing PR for brands and getting PR. And I kind of just took it upon myself to do research. And I was like, people have jobs for this. Like they literally can do the public relations for beauty, fashion, like any brand. And I was like, this is so cool. Like I would love to do this. And YouTube was just really that social media platform that gave me that like insider perspective on all these jobs and what you actually have to do in like a day in the life. And then that's what was, that's when I discovered FIT. I found a few girls that were talking about how they got into fashion school. And I was like, I can't believe like fashion school exists. And originally I was going to go to another school in New Jersey that actually has just like a fashion studies program. But my friends were telling me like, if you're going to study fashion, just go like full force into it and just go to a school that's known for that instead of just going to a normal like university and just doing a fashion studies program. They were like, just go all in for it. And so I started applying and I had like three teachers revise my essay. I rewrote it like five times. I was so scared. I wasn't sure if it was like good or not. And I also reached out to some girls too online that I saw had gone to FIT. So I messaged them through Instagram and I was like, do you have any tips on the essay? Like, what can I do to make it good? And they were all like, just write about why you really like fashion, but also why you would be a good fit for the school. I think that's a standard advice for anyone wanting to go into any program. You want to tell them why you like that program or why you want to be whatever that that program is for but also you know it's more of a show don't tell like show them why you deserve to be there what you could offer the program what the program could offer you I think that's really great advice and it's funny how you're a little bit younger than me so it's funny that you did your research through social media because I didn't like when that wasn't a thing like that's a thing now but it wasn't a thing even three four years ago so you know, again, YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest being search engines. That's super cool. And I I agree. I think, you know, if you're going to do it, you might as well go full force into it and go to the schools that are known for it. And is the application process like a standard like college application process? Or did you need a portfolio? Is that kind of where the, you know, idea of like, I need to get hands on experience in this? Like, did you create the blog to get you into this program? Or like, what was the application process like? The application process is, 
it's different for what you're going into the school for. So if you want to do fashion design and you want to design clothes, you definitely would need a portfolio. And I would love to design clothes, but I'm not good at that. So I didn't even have a portfolio to do that. And I saw that they had a fashion business program. And I was like, this is kind of like the best of both worlds. I love business and I love fashion. So I'm going to apply for that one. And the application is just an essay. And I believe that it is still optional for like SAT scores. If you want to do that, you can either apply with that or you can just apply with your essay. I honestly forgot which one I did because I applied to so many colleges and like all of them were different. They had different applications but the blog was started at the end of my senior year after I had already gotten in and after I graduated high school because I kind of felt like I was going into college empty-handed and I was like I'm going to a fashion school in New York where like they have a stereotype of like the kind of person you're supposed to be and I feel like everyone in New York just always has like their life together and everyone's like always out and about like doing what they have to do so I wanted to start that blog at the end of senior year. So that June, so that throughout the summer before I actually went into college, I could have something to support me. And like, I am a fashion student. I have a fashion blog. And that was before TikTok as well. It was just, I want an outlet to show, like, I really do love fashion. And it was a way for me to talk about everything that I love in one place. That makes sense. I was just curious because I've heard a couple other influencers who started their blogs to get them an internship or into a program. And then they decided, I'm just going to pursue the influencing part full time. So I was curious, Mm -hmm. like the timeline of that. But it's so funny what you said, like everyone in New York has their life together and they're doing all these things. And that's kind of how the influencer world feels like. And you, you are doing a really good job. And I think other people your age my age is starting to become it a little bit more, but your age group really is showing like, we don't have it all together. And this is what the realities and the behind the scenes of this looks like. Um, So I really commend you for that. What is a day in the life of a fashion business student? What is it like going to school in New York City and being in the fashion world? I had all 9 a.m. classes last semester. So it was extremely brutal to wake up at 6 a.m. and commute for an hour and a half just to be in school by 9 a.m. So this semester, I actually blocked in all my classes into just two days. And then I take the rest of them remote because I also have a part-time job and I'm also doing social media. So I... I wanted to just block school into two days in case like there's an event or fashion week was also a few weeks ago. So I was able to go to some shows um, before my class even started. So a typical day this semester is I wake up now like around like 930. My class will start at 11. So I I have from nine to 11 to get ready and then commute. And I have one class on on Tuesdays I take two classes so I'm in New York from 11 to 6 and then afterwards I will come home and immediately like start working on social media do emails and I will also edit videos if I have like brand deals or something I will just try to edit that as well and I try to get in as much as I can before I actually have to go to sleep and last semester I had a class that I loved so much it was called publicity workshop and we literally learned everything about PR like we would write press releases and how to reach out to people within I want to take the world of- I wish yeah. I would have taken classes like that like I wish I would have <laughs> known to do something like that as an undergrad because I was always going to go to law school 
and it would help me in what I do now. And you know that firsthand. So I'm like, damn, yeah. I wish I would have known to to take PR classes or like add PR radio television undergrad. And like I thought about making that my minor, but I was like, I don't have time for this. So damn, that class yeah. was so fun. It was, I think, like one of my favorite classes at FIT because we, ha- we obviously have to take like other classes that I don't like, like Excel, which I hate Excel, but that PR class was so fun because my teacher was actually someone who worked in PR for years. So she just taught us how to write all of that. And we even had like speakers come in and talk about giving advice to us if we want to get into that. So that class was so great. And this um, semester, a lot of them are more remote, but yeah, I just, I wake up early, go to school, come back and then do more work. And so I have to go to sleep. And then some days I have a part-time job and I work there. And then other days um, it's just for myself to do content for personal things. Yeah. I, oh, I, I don't think I ever want to go back to school again once I graduate, but if I did, <laughs> no. I would want to take like part-time classes if that's possible at somewhere like that FIT or, you know, even like in Miami at UM or FIU, if they have classes in something like that, I would love to just take, because do you think those like having, I mean, I'm sure that class in particular helps you a lot now and especially in the content you create, but do you think the things you're learning in school as a fashion business didn't help you as an influencer? I think yes and no, because a lot of what I was learning in those classes, I actually had like already taught myself, like we were learning how to write emails, reach out to people on LinkedIn. And this was stuff that I taught myself my senior year of high school, because I was like, I wanted to go full force into getting my blog, my blog ready. And I really wanted to learn how to do how to apply for internships and stuff. So I taught myself a lot of that in high school. But the more business end stuff such as Excel and learning how to do merchandising for math, like all of that, I would have never known to do that on my own. But to be an influencer and shoot content, reach out to brands, find emails, find certain people on LinkedIn and email people like for fashion week, all that stuff. I really just learned and I picked it up on my own. And there's situations where like brands will ghost you and they will not want to pay you or they won't send over a contract or you don't read the fine print. And then it's like, you kind of have to learn on your own how to navigate those problems too. So it's a, it's a yes and a no for like certain things. No, absolutely. I think Natalie and I were talking about this on our episode and it's something that I've talked about a lot. You know, law school doesn't teach you absolutely anything. Like, I don't know how to be a lawyer and I'm going to be a lawyer in a few months. And like, you know, going to school for one thing doesn't make you an expert in that field. You don't special, even if you specialize in it, you're not because you're going to have to learn hands-on. And I think sometimes it's more valuable learning things on your own hands-on by doing than by going to school for it. And I think they do work together, like you're saying, And, you know, I wouldn't Mm -hmm. be able to do as well at my job now as if I didn't go to law school and study contracts and like learn and I'm taking a negotiations Mm -hmm. class and negotiations is helping me. But at the same time, like I just kind of learned how I go. And a lot of what I've learned on the job helps me in school as well. So I agree. I think it's a little bit of both. But yeah, so talking about your blog, I started a blog back in 2018. So yeah, I my blog is kind of like, it's still alive and running and I still post on it every once in a while, but I'm really enjoying this medium and Instagram and starting to get into TikTok more. But you started a blog, it's called Glamour and Guide. And what was the process of starting a blog? You said you did a lot of back end research and building up this blog, whereas I just 
started a website and started <laughs> posting blog posts. So like, it's again, the, the generations of doing it is, it makes such a big impact, but what was the process like of starting a blog and what do you talk about on your blog? I, so since I started it during COVID, I actually, I don't know if like you also like struggled during COVID too. Like, did you have like a hard time, like just being at home, like alone, like by yourself, like learning to be alone? No, because I was at school and miserable at school. So I was like, finally, I get to go home and be around my family and I get to be back in Miami. So no, I was very grateful to be home. I was struggling a lot during that time because I like depended a lot on like my friends and people to make me happy. So I didn't really spend a lot of time by myself and everyone was always doing something. So when we were home alone for all those months, I really struggled and I was like, I can't see my friends. I can't see anybody. This is really hard. And I was talking to my sister. She helped me throughout the entire time. And I told her, I want to start something to just get my mind off of everything that's going on in the world. On top of that, I'm going to college in the fall. So I was listening to this podcast called How I Built This by Guy Raz. And it just completely changed. Like if I would have never listened to that podcast, I think it would have literally changed the course of like everything like in my entire life. I was listening to it and it's about business owners that talk about the ups and downs of their business, how they started it. And it really inspired me to start something. So in around April, I told my sister, I was like, I'm going to start a fashion blog. And I wanted to be different because I had another blog that I started a few months earlier to that did not do well. So I literally scrapped the entire thing. And I was like, I'm going to start Glamour and Guide. It took me actually like a a few hours to come up with the name because I wanted it to not just be a fashion blog I wanted it to be a guide so I also refer to it as like a virtual fashion journal and guide because I wanted to be a mix of both so I spent all of April all of May and half of June with this binder where I literally broke down everything that I wanted to cover in there so I had potential content ideas I was thinking about if the blog actually gets big and long term, like what can, can I hire like interns in the future to help me? Like I really wanted this to be like my baby and I was going to think like long term for it. I I figured out how to research like what what are the best websites to host a blog? How much does it cost? What what are people really into right now that I could talk about? So I launched it in June. I got a lot of support from my friends and family and I've had some really cool interviews as well. I had Mary from Selling Sunset on there. And I had Emily Oberg, who is the founder of Sporty and Rich. So I had a lot of cool people. And it's it's kind of been history ever since then. Yeah, I love that. I need to go read those interviews. I, I've checked it out briefly, but I want to like... Once I find something new, I like deep dive on it. So I need to like set aside mm-hmm. time to do it. So I'll do that after this. But that's so cool that you've had such big people on. That's awesome. And if you can give me those connections so they can come on the podcast, that would be <laughs> yes. great. But it's so funny, the name that you, like, it took me forever to discover or to come up with a name for this podcast. I think the name, like you can change it, but it's also your brand. So I think yeah. I agree. It's it's so hard to find one that encompasses truly what you want it to be. And, you know, you, yeah, you have to launch fast and then adjust, but you also want to make sure that you're happy with, you don't have to be fully satisfied, but you have to love the product that you're putting out there because if you don't, people are going to notice and they're not going to want to be a part of what you're building. So I think exactly that's so true. And I love that you brought that up. And I love that, that it's like a, a fashion journal and you're interviewing people and mm-hmm. just, you know, 
I, I love that. I wish like there's so many things I want to do with my business now as I'm going into the entrepreneurial world and I'm closing this academia chapter of my life, you know, the last 22 years of my life and beginning the, this, the, the new chapter, there's so many ways it's I want hard. to take my business and there's so many things I want to do. And I have so many ideas and, you know, it's hard to have so many different, like little, like many businesses. And like, I want to make it all under one umbrella and make it like more seamless. But I love that you thought of that from the beginning and we're like, this is how I could, like, I start from here and this is why mm -hmm. this name needs to be this. So I can do more than just write blog posts about my style and like what I'm wearing that day and like an OOTD. Cause you could do that on stories, like how you can yeah. use your blog in different ways. Because I think the blogs that we are accustomed to are no longer, they, they've died out blogs, same like magazines, newspapers, they're, they're a dying medium. Mm -hmm. So need to find a new way to make it new and exciting and fresh so I love that so yeah I want to talk a little bit about TikTok you started TikTok a year ago which is insane because you have blown up on TikTok you're doing yeah. your content is incredible I love it you you are so good at it who are your inspirations and like where do you get your content ideas and the motivation and inspiration to just keep creating this incredible content every day I get content ideas from I think back to where I used to be when I was first starting out as a content creator I didn't know anything about reaching out to brands how to email them where to find an email utilizing LinkedIn to reach out to PR contacts I didn't know any of that and as I learned it along the way I was like I'm gonna share this with people because originally my TikTok, I wanted it to just be fashion videos. Like I wanted to just do styling videos and it wasn't really doing that well. And I'm like someone where like, well, I'm not like this now, but in the beginning, like I wanted that like immediate gratification of like, we I want to I want like, yeah. So I was really kind of like upset because I was putting so much work. I didn't even have a tripod. I literally would stand my phone like on shoeboxes against the wall and the lighting in my room was so bad. So I was like, this is not working out. And after a few weeks, I actually gave up. And then about three weeks later, I saw this girl talking about how she has just been posting multiple times a day consistently and that she was growing. And I was like, I'm just going to do it. Like, I don't care if I don't get views. I don't care if no one's following me, if no one sees it. I'm going to start now because video content is still really hot and like brands want this. So then I was still doing fashion videos. I still like sprinkle a little bit of that into my content, but I was like, I'm just going to do one about social media and like working with a brand. So the first video that went viral for me was how to be an affiliate with Pretty Little Thing. It was literally fi like 15 seconds long. It was the shortest, like easiest video I ever made. And I was like, why did this blow up? But like all the videos that I was working so hard on did it. That's and always what happens. And I just... It, yes. it, they say that the ones that you put the least effort into do the best and I've yet to have a viral yeah. video so like I I'm trying even the low effort ones I'm like I'm trying here but it's so so important what weird. you say it yeah it is it's so important what you say like you know posting the content you wish you would have seen the things that you wish you would have known what you've learned along the way mm -hmm. and sharing that that is what people want to see, not just like the pretty aesthetic things. Like, yeah, those are fun and we love to see those too. But like, you got to do a little bit of both, which is why I disagree with the whole, like you have to niche down thing. Cause you know, yes. that's, that's yes. BS. Like it's so dumb, but I love that you, you're like, I'm just going to post this and like 
it blew up for you. And now that's the content that one performs the best, but also you can tell you just love sharing that and helping people learn. And that's kind of where I want to transition my content more into like Instagram is going to be the pretty fashion fun side and also Mm -hmm. like the behind the scenes realistic life. And then TikTok is like my platform to do more like informational educational content is kind of my my plan but I need all the tips so please send them my way and TikTok's also a lot more casual than Instagram like when people open up TikTok they don't want to see like a perfect life they just want to see you and that's what I love about TikTok yeah absolutely and talking about sending tips my way you also have your own agency Valdez agency so when did the agency come about that started actually I think last month was my one year of my agency so I started that um, my freshman year of college so January 2021 but I also took a few months to build that up too because I was really getting more into social media and my dad actually is a small business owner himself and he I feel like like many other parents don't really know much about like the digital space and it's changing every day so he he was like, I can't really keep up with this. Like the only app that he I think has is like Facebook. So he was like, I want to bring my business to Instagram and I just want to bring more people to it. So I was like, yeah, like I could definitely help you. And I realized like, wait, like I feel like I can help other people with their businesses as well that are in the same space as him that don't really know much about the the digital world. So I did a little bit of research on it. I saw on TikTok that people could be social media managers. And then I saw that other people could be like marketing managers. So I got a notebook and I also made like a Google Drive folder of just all of my notes that I was taking from what I was learning online again of people who were social media managers and how they did it and starting an LLC, how much it costs and paying taxes every month, saving that, how to find clients. Like I really just really wanted to educate myself on that. So I, I have never like paid for anything to learn all of my skills. Like I've just learned it along the way. And so I started that I made a website for, I put it all together. I was reaching out to clients and anybody who just needed extra help. And it has been a really awesome journey. I've gotten to know a lot of people and I've really been able to help them create content online and organize their platforms. That's incredible. It's something I'm working on as well, the LLC process. And, you know, I definitely need a virtual assistant or I definitely need a personal assistant, but I'll start with the virtual assistant um, Yeah. as I transition into being a lawyer and full-time creator simultaneously and having these businesses. And I think it's so important you know, I like that you said that too, that you taught it all to yourself. You didn't pay for a course or anything. You, you've learned it all mm-hmm. on your own. And then you're using the skills you've learned to teach people and, and you're creating content about exactly. it too. So I love that. Again, I was saying like, we have all these different businesses, but there is a way to make them all go together and you're doing it so well, at least from the outside looking in, but you also are a full-time student you work a part-time job yeah. sometimes. How do you balance it all? Well, balance is a myth, but like, how do you manage it all? Yeah, my friends actually tell me this all the time. They're like, I don't think we have the same 24 hours, like compared to everything that you do. I'm like, it is really all about, I, I'm really good at like time blocking. So I will tell myself, okay, from six to six thirty, or like from six to seven thirty, I'm only gonna focus on this, and like I'm only gonna do this, and then see how much I can do. 
So if I have to film something for a brand, I will tell myself, you need to get this done in like 30, 45 minutes if I have to edit a video because then I want to move on to the next thing. And I have certain days during the week where like I dedicate it to certain things. On Wednesdays and Fridays when I have school, I only really focus on school those days. And then I have my part-time job three days a week. So I will just strictly do my part-time job on those days. And then when I get home from that, I will film TikToks for like two hours, Sundays, are strictly like content and like editing days. I will go out with my sister and shoot content or I will just stay in my room and film videos. And I will also get things done like around the house. Like I do laundry on the weekends too, like in between that. So I really just have certain days to focus on certain things. And any little time that I have, I'm really trying hard to like relax more because it's so hard to relax. I feel like I thrive off of just being busy and like always wanting to do something with my time. So I'm trying to just normalize like laying in bed and just watching a show and not being like, let me check my emails, who emailed me, who's texting me. And this same way, (laughs) so hard. One of my intentions for this year is literally to be more present in the moment and just enjoy things more because I was sitting in but I mean, I posted on stories. I was like, I'm laying in bed and I'm not doing anything right now, but like, I'm actually working. Like I'm thinking of TikTok ideas. I am posting reels and TikToks that I've pre-recorded. Like I'm still working. I'm, I'm, people are texting me for work and I'm making notes of things I need to do once I log into my email. And I'm like, why are you doing this? So then I took a minute to like, all right, I'm going to do a 15 minute workout and like enjoy my coffee, but I'm actually not enjoying my coffee because I'm drinking it as we're recording this, but I tried, I tried to be more present. I did for like 20 minutes and then life got away from me again, but it's hard. It's It's hard. hard. It is really difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I wanted to ask because it's funny. Someone, people say it to me all the time. Like, I don't know how you get everything done in a day. Like you exhaust me just thinking about it. I'm like, I write a to-do list and I have my calendar blocked off and I don't, I leave like I put my school schedule on my calendar and I put all my meetings and then I put events and then, and they're all color coded. So I know like if it's orange, it's school. If it's purple, it's Rella. If it's different colors. And then I also, whenever I see I have free time, I'm like, okay, that's homework time or like that's a content creation time or, and, but it's hard. It's so hard. And like, I definitely need, I literally, I need a personal assistant to help with like managing my time and like errands and like getting me groceries literally doing my laundry like I don't want to be that person but like I need to be that person and and like podcast manager like and I need someone who literally like I don't have it's not good for my mental health to scroll through TikTok and get ideas but I know like in order to go viral you need a part of it is scrolling to know what to create but like I need someone who's literally like here, you should make this like this fits in your niche, like go do this. Mm -hmm. Like I need someone who will like do that for me. And I don't know if that's a assistant or an agent or like what, but like, I really need, I I struggle with that so much. It's, it's hard. And I actually made a video about this like a few days ago. I didn't post it yet because I haven't edited it, but, um, I literally made a video where I was like, does anyone else feel the same way where you can't scroll through social media like for fun anymore? Like everything is like, oh, I hear this audio. I can use this potentially. Or like, oh, this picture is cute. Let me try to recreate it on my own. I just don't have time to scroll for fun. Like if I'm, I I caught myself this morning, I woke up and I started scrolling through TikToks and saving audios to remember to do them later today. And I'm like, 
this used to be fun. <laughs> like and now it's, it's unhealthy because like, like my brain is always working. But I am so happy that you came on today. I just I love getting to hear the behind the scenes of how things have kind of all worked out for you and how I know mm-hmm. one thing I really talk about a lot on this podcast and I'm really passionate about and I I've been open more open about sharing is just like when you know why you're doing things, like finding your why and why you're passionate about it, and then just knowing the bigger picture that the the end goal that you have, or like the big goal doesn't have to be the end goal because it's always evolving. But just if you have all these ideas, just make sure they fit in the same, like they're on the same thread. Like if they all connect, they like that means like, okay, pursue this. And if they don't, maybe probably not the best idea for you. And I love how everything that you're doing, even though it seems like a lot because it is, and it seems like there's so many different like businesses and accounts and platforms and things like they all go together. So where you're a sophomore so you're still have a few more years you would Mm -hmm. like to work in PR for luxury brands are you still planning to go that route of working traditional PR or are you just going to pursue PR on the social media route like where do you see yourself in the next few years as you go ahead and finish school I would love to do just like the traditional route of PR, putting, reaching out or even influencer marketing. That is something that I also noticed that I'm like, I think this would be fun because not only am I working right now, like on the influencer end, but working on like the business end, reaching out to the influencers, I think would also be so fun. I, I feel like a lot of other people also, my friends say this to me, they're like, it's social media like kind of kicks off for you before you graduate would you like to do that full-time instead of like actually getting a job and I would love to do social media like still like when I graduate like on the side I don't know if I can ever do it full-time because like there's so many people that have been doing it like for years to finally get to that point but I would still like to do like PR influencer marketing and maybe like still touch a little bit on social media Um, but if it could be like my full-time that would also be crazy and cool so yeah, so I feel I, like I have both right now on my mind. Yeah, I feel you. I never want to just be a full-time influencer, which is why you know, I'm, I'm still yeah. in law school and I want to use my law degree in social media and build that as my career and then also have my consecration and my podcast and another business that I'm working on on that end as well. But I, I'm, I, I'm curious, like when people are doing so many things like school and influencing or social media in general, I, I always want to ask people because my own curiosity, but also I feel like that'll help people. Like, you know, if that opportunity takes off for you, you might lean into it, but you know, Mm -hmm. you still want to do the traditional thing. And again, they, and they work together, they go together. And like I said, like we said earlier, things that you're learning in each one, they help you in the other. So like you can do both. It just takes a little bit more sacrifice maybe, but it can be done. Um, And yeah, I think it's, I mean, people who have built a business just as influencers are now starting to launch products and businesses. So it's like, I don't think you need to just be an influencer anymore. I think actually you shouldn't just be an influencer anymore because you're going to get left behind. So I think it's cool that we're both pursuing, you know, a traditional career in a non-traditional industry and kind of combining the two. So I always, I love to ask that, especially with people that are doing kind of similar to what I'm doing for someone who wants to get into social media being an influencer what advice do you have I would say be really confident in yourself don't care what anyone else is going to think because if I would have still been in that mindset of you know my friends from people from high school or like friends are going to judge me I would have never gotten to all the things that I've accomplished today 
So I really would say just if you're afraid really of like what people are going to think of you, just remember that where can you be a year from now, even six months from now, if you just go full force into what you want to do. And also just have fun with it. Have a, a, a why, like, why do you want to do this? If you just want to get followers and go viral, it's never really going to work because once you see the numbers, it's not really going to satisfy you because at the end of the day, you want like a loyal audience of people that can trust you with everything you're saying. And I, I really think you just need to have like a purpose for why you want to do it and just be really confident in your content because you never know what is really going to blow up and like you're not that is going to be that one thing that you're like okay this is what people want to see like I'm going to keep making content about that like my pretty little thing video I didn't think that anyone was going to care about that and I was like wait like people want to know advice on how to do this like I know so much about that like I can definitely make videos on that so definitely just put yourself out there and have fun with it. I think that's super great advice. And for anyone who wants to get into fashion school, working in, you know, either fashion design or fashion business, or just going to a school like FIT, what advice do you have for those people? Definitely network and really utilize LinkedIn. And if you want to go to fashion school, really find like have a passion project on the side that you're working on it doesn't even have to be a business like I started the blog and that was after I had already gotten accepted but I think starting a passion project is great because you can build that up while you're in college or even before you're in college and just just find what you really love and try to just just really work on that because you never know like where you can be in a few years if you really just put like a bunch of hard work into it and a lot of dedication so absolutely and it's also a creative outlet I would not have gotten through law school had I not had these platforms and I'm sure you can agree even though what you're going to school for is a lot more fun than law school it's still school it's still hard work um so having a creative outlet of your own something that you can call your own definitely is really important too. And do you have any recommendations? I know you mentioned how I built this, any other podcasts that you love um, or creators that people should be following for inspiration or advice on anything that we've talked about? Yeah, I've been listening to a podcast. I know you were listening to it as well. The Mad Happy podcast. Um, I listened to the episode with Noah Beck yesterday and it was, I don't really know like much about him, but listening to that and him just talking about how like his social media kind of like changed his life and just how he focuses now on like multiple different things. I was like, that is so interesting because you really learn about these people that you just see online, but hearing them talk about like their life and everything that they've gone through. And the Mad Happy podcast also really focuses on mental health. So I really have been loving that one lately. And um, how I built this is also really great for business owners or aspiring business owners because it's literally people who you probably shop from that are talking on that podcast about how they did it and what they went through and what you can learn from that. Yeah, I think both are great. I am a big Mad Happy podcast fan. I need, I have to turn mm-hmm. their clothes, hope to eventually one day yeah. soon, but I am a 100% like Mad Happy podcast fan. I'm like, I've queued up a bunch of episodes because I just discovered it last week. And that's literally mm-hmm. what I am playing at any given time right now. So I think that's a great pick. And for anyone who wants to work with you or reach out to you, get advice from you, or just follow along on your journey, where can everyone find you? My TikTok and Instagram and social media handles are Pamela M. Valdez. 
And my email is Pam, B-M-A-S-S-I-E-L at gmail.com. Perfect. I'll link everything in the show notes. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you.